Hi, this is Everton Blender, and it's all about the old flavors radio. Six and I am on Bushman, and guess what? You got to lock to our flavors. I say, come take a little winding up. Ayo, hey, it's your girl, Colin XP, the Booyah Queen, straight out of Dominica. Bigging up all flavors radio. Keep it locked. All flavors radio. Life. How beautiful it is. How amazing it is to be able to rise up in the morning and have that sun shine on your face rather than on your grave. What makes life so unique and so beautiful? It is beautiful because whatever you have, that you may be facing, what you may be dealing with. Life is still good. Life has so many moving parts, but life is always good. Every day is a new day and another opportunity that others may not have. This life that you have been given, this life that you are temporarily holding on to, this life that has been just given to you for only temporary reasons, has more meaning than you can ever imagine. So many people in the world take life for granted instead of realizing that you have to take the opportunity to live it the best way you know how. Now on this journey of life, you're gonna face a significant amount of circumstances, a significant amount of challenges. You're gonna fall into areas that you cannot understand. And maybe it's not in the position for you to understand at that moment. When you start to feel that you are in a position that you don't love your life, then shame on you. Because your life is a beautiful thing. And no one deserves to ruin it. No one deserves to control it. No one deserves to steal your joy. Your life is your life. And you have the right to live it the best way you can. You must discipline yourself and take full control and responsibility for the outcome or whatever it is that you are seeking at this moment. There are gonna be so many different things that you will embark on. There are gonna be so many different things that's gonna try to slow you down. There are gonna be so many different challenges that you must face. But instead of running away from the challenge, run towards the challenge. Be able to understand that life has meaning. It has reason. 
and all of these things that you may be thinking that is so hard on you. Just remember, sometimes you're gonna have to go through these changes, these circumstances that puts you in a position to make you feel that you're not worthy anymore. But make no mistake, you are worthy. You were created for something. You wasn't created for nothing. Life has a gift, a gift of giving, a gift of receiving. And whether if it's good or bad, you got to make sure you understand that these circumstances and these challenges has to happen in your life. You will come to a point that you may feel that you are in a hopeless situation. You may come to a point in your life where you're at the end of a rope and the only thing left to do is to climb up because you only can do so much for so long. But make sure you're doing much more instead of doing less. Stop stressing about the things that you cannot control and stop focusing on the things that you have control of. Take control of your life. Take control of the opportunities. Believe in yourself and know that it is not over for you. So many people out there in this world right now We'll try to tell you not to be something that you feel in your heart that you want to be. So many people out there right now are miserable. And they'll try their best to take you with them. Do not let misery control the life that you have. Do not let anyone tell you how to live it. Do not let anyone validate your purpose. Do not let anyone validate your destiny. Someone told you a long time ago that you wasn't worthy. Someone looked you in the eye and said you wasn't going to make it. I say to you right now that you will make it. I say to you right now that you must make it. I say to you right now that you must tell excuses, fear, and doubt that it has no place in your place of business. For this is your life that you are fighting for. This is your life that you are living for. And make no mistake, no one is gonna do you better than you. Don't wait for something to happen. You make it happen. You make it happen for a reason. And take full responsibility and control of this thing we call life. Breath, take a deep, calm 
Pleasant, pleasant good evening to all beautiful people out there in all flavours land. I am Wimbo77. And I am KJB. Good evening, listeners. How are you doing, KJB? I have... <coughs> Excuse me, I've got a bit of frog in my throat. Um, not feeling brilliant, but you know what? It has to go on. This is such an important show. You work so hard. I'm just thankful that you give me the opportunity to come on and join me you. give you the opportunity. Yeah. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. Um, naturally, Lily's not well. She's going to be out of sorts for the next couple of weeks. And thank you so much, KJB, for stepping in um, at the last minute, as always. And you're not even feeling well this evening. How are you doing, listeners? How are you all feeling out there? 
Um, just giving a shout out to the chat from AT Francis. Nice stuff on Sunday. I loved that um, love ballad uh, thing that you had going on Sunday evening. That was really great. Joy McKay, how are you doing, Mumra? How are you doing? Hope you've had a fantastic day, as well as Norbert from Castries. How are you all doing? How are you doing, chat room? How are you doing, tune in? How are you doing, worldwide listeners? Yes, we is the drive time talk show tonight. And yes, let's talk, shall we? Should we talk, um, KJB? Let's, let's go for it. Let's go for it. All right. So our audience questions tonight is should graduate workers, should graduates forward slash workers be given the right to work in whatever country they desire to, as well as the what would you do section? If you could only eat one food for the rest of your life, what food would it be? All right. So those are our questions, as well as there's lots of things been going on in London today. Uh, Glenfall. It's the sixth sixth anniversary of Glenfall. Grenfell. Oh, Grenfell. Grenfell. Yes. Yeah. And so we're going to have a little look into that. A friend of mine was at Westminster Abbey today. Roy, big up to you. Well done. Well done on they performed at the in the Abbey and in remembrance of all those lost souls that lost their, I think it was about 72 people that lost their lives in that fire. <laughs> How far ahead are we all these years later? That's one thing we're going to be looking at, as well as the whole graduate workers and the abysmal way that the visas are being handled um, indirect to the African and Caribbean um, demographic. So we're going to be looking at that as well. So in regards to our National Day, I, I so funny because I told naturally Lily what our National Day was and she laughed. So we're going to ch- kind of put it in there but then go on to something that we feel that the awareness month of what the the month is in regards to our age. So today, what's the inter, uh, what's the national day today, KJB? It's, it's International Bath Day. International Bath Day. Wow. And it's, as it says there on the 14th of June, because it is the 14th of June today, they celebrate International Bath Day by filling up a lovely bath for your children helping them to realise that bath time is great is a great time to discover and learn. How do you, what, 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 what comes to mind when you see that, like, national, international bath day? Well, it's all about children, but I'm surprised they haven't added children and adults. Why? Because we love to bath too. It's true, it's true, but they're saying that it's a time to discover and learn. With just a few toys, bath toys and simple plastic cups, they'll immediately begin to test the waves of their water lab so they're calling it water lab but surely i mean it is they're, they're calling it international bath day but do we not do that already with our our children i think it comes naturally isn't it yeah yeah and obviously we we have bath toys and so on and so forth so it, uh, it on this hashtag international bath day maybe they're just bringing out that it's this day that is international bath day i i, I couldn't quite get my head around it because we bath every single day kind of thing but that's why i was so that's why i kind of like had a little chuckle to myself i didn't realize you had to have an international day yeah for for bathing sounds a bit (laughs) yeah saying that it's a a time that children can fill the bathtub up and discover and learn (laughs) however if we're doing that already i don't know what the correlation is but it it's basically make saying make 
bath time fun and full of discovery like Archimedes, children can learn the basic properties of physics such as empty versus full, floating, sinking, weight and cause and effect all the while having fun in the tub. So maybe that's what it is in line with Archimedes and finding out all of these different forms of, you know, basic properties of physics. Well, I, I, I you know, when our kids used to go in the bath, yeah, they weren't thinking about physics and Archimedes. They right. just wanted to make splashes and water on the floor and go under the water and then come yeah. back up and it goes up their nose and boom, <laughs> you started coming there. <laughs> but, but, so, I think that's brilliant. Mm. I think that's really good. Um, and it's interesting because these things kind of are generational, isn't it? That's what you're, I think this is what they're hoping to see. So if, if because parents are under a lot of pressure these yeah. days, isn't it? A lot of social pressures, work, you know, so much happening. So, if you can make time yeah. to do this, I think it's it's not a bad thing, isn't it? To make time to sit down or get put your kids in the bath. You can have a splash about too. So it's, I think that's what it's about. It's that bonding, isn't it? It's that connection. I with guess so. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. And like I said, it's you can make it fun <sighs> and full of discovery as our comedians did with um, teaching them basic properties. What about you listeners? How do you feel about that? Having an international bath day? Maybe they put that in there just to, so that we could possibly see that bath times could be an experience for in line with physics and science and all that kind of stuff. And and the reason why I did adults, because mm. sometimes we forget to have fun. That's true. You know, we normally get up, all right, jump in a bath, but I'm jumping in the bath because I know I've got to get ready for work. So, <laughs> do you know what I mean? The, the thought of spending a bit of time in the bath, having a little, it's not, well, I'm an adult now. You're kind I of taking be, time yeah, out. Yeah, I shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah. But why not? Nobody what? has to know. You put you close the bathroom door. I mean, you know what I mean? And then you can possibly see if you can have any um, aha moments <laughs> in the bathtub. Oh. We'll see. We'll see. So we just thought that it is international, hashtag international bath day and thought it was quite funny because I thought every day was like bath day. But obviously it's something kind of different, isn't it? So just point that forward. However, this month is National Age Without Apology Month. Now that's something for maybe ones that are up in age, maybe ones that have reached middle age, maybe ones that have reached their 30s, 40s, because when you're 20 and younger and, and coming up, I think age can be or is wasted on the youth, is it? Is that what they say? Like, um, young age is wasted on the youth. Have you ever heard that statement? Yeah, because a lot of young people are very much into their skinky and their regimes, isn't it? But mm. I know it's a lot of old women now. A lot of older women now are be well from from years. Yeah, they're beginning to come out. And I, I mean, and really, <laughs> I think this is in line with men as well. But uh, yes. yeah, with, yeah, with women, we age very different. We age differently to how men age, right? Would you agree with that? It depends how you look after yourself. It does, but women women grow old. We grow old, but men become distinguished. It's a form. I think women become distinctive as well. I don't. I don't see that narrative just just pertaining to men. I think women grow like that as well. 
what distinguished yeah distinguished dainty i don't know i don't know what words to use but definitely i I, I think that i think age comes on women and this is why this this whole month it's like national age without apology it's called national age without apology month because as we grow older you know obviously our looks fade we know it's not all about outward appearance however it's becoming a figment of someone that we were can possibly get us down as women and even men mate possibly i don't know i I totally agree with you i think when you look in the mirror sometimes you you don't know who's looking back at you yeah because you're kind of like wow do i look like that Mm. but i think if if i think if you try and look good i don't know listeners can can give give their view but i think if you look good on the outside it helps with the positive mental attitude in the inside yeah but i think you got to work from the, i also think you got to work from the inside out anyway because you could be as beautiful as anything but if you've got an ugly character nobody wants to be around someone that's good looking pretty beautiful and they're not yeah. a very nice person i totally agree with you i'm not disagreeing with that yeah and i think i think in this day and age when it comes to technology when it comes to social media when it comes to all these things it's all about outward appearance would you agree or disagree i I think it's reason why it's outward appearance because they're trying to portray sorry a look yeah for people to tag in hashtag to to copy they to to look at the makeup and the the the, i don't know all the other tutorials yeah tutorial that's the word to look at the tutorials so i think that's the reason why and i think more and more people Older women are beginning to come forward and feel that they they too can be represented by skincare products. Absolutely. And I, I must say, beautiful people, I do have a range of skincare. It's called Sheerwild, Sheerwild, Sheerwild.com. You can find um, who we are. We're there, but that's not what, what we're about because we're talking about a brand called Willowberry here. However... Um, yeah, it says that they're working towards a more positive narrative around age, and that's this skincare skincare brand because the current age narrative in beauty can inadvertently inadvertently make women feel bad about their age due to age resistant wording such as anti aging, combined combined with the need for more older women to be represented in beauty imagery, and yeah, we've seen that a lot as well. Women older women being represented would you say or is it just younger women that are represented when it comes to beauty <clears throat> no i think with the advent of um the internet mm. and people are beginning to feel confident about doing their makeup online right but that's makeup we're, we're, let's, and, let's and, look at natural beauty no no, no so i'm saying natural yeah. beauty yeah so some so a lot of people are promoting mm. skincare products yeah but there are some people now that are beginning to realise that natural beauty has a place. It does. It does it, have a place. And not just because you're 20 with like nice firm skin, the collagen is still holding everything in place, gravity hasn't taken over. We the, Within the demographic, there are, like I said, 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, 90, because even mm. the Queen on her Jubilee, she had to make an appearance. Mm. And look good, but that is a queen. So money does help in some cases, you know, but we're all going to age Mm -hmm. and we're all going to feel the impact of aging. However, should we feel ashamed of growing older? Well, no, because 
like I said, there's a lot of older women now yeah. that come online and you see them naturally beautiful mm. and they, they're promoting um, food. They're promoting juicing. They're promoting raw diets. They're promoting mm. exercise. Yeah. So there's a flip side of that. <clears throat> the young people are promoting, as you said, the skincare range and products. Yeah. But I'm finding that older women are more looking at, all right, what can I eat naturally? Yeah. Can I do exercise? Can I? And I'm, and and that's what I'm noticing. Mm. That's what I'm noticing. There's, been, there's been that shift. I have. I've, I even know um, <clears throat> older women that are in the in the gym in their sixties, like knocking on seventies. There's a woman that I uh, posted seventy two. I think she was yoga. She looked amazing, amazing for her age, in that sense. So it, you know, it says this. There was a survey done of a thousand women aged thirty to eighty, um, to discover their feelings on age in beauty a huge 97 percent of women surveyed feel it important to see better representation of older women used by beauty brands in the media 85 percent want to see more positive and realistic wording on age in beauty and 72 percent even don't like the term anti-aging or don't believe that that the anti-aging claim and 50 percent even said that anti-aging message makes them not look forward to getting older, demonstrating the wider impact that beauty messaging can have on our lives. So remember, we're talking about Age Without Apology. This <clears throat> this month is Age Without Apology Month, hmm. from the 1st of June to the 30, 30th of June. Age Without Apology. And it's true because it's funny, I think I do use the term um, anti-aging in mind. And seeing this... It makes me feel well. It needs to be rethought because some of the products that I use, like things such as rose oil, for instance, wouldn't say anti-aging, but it does firm the skin. Rose firms the skin, so things such as a rose toner and rose oil, although it is quite an expensive item to have in your beauty bag, is something that every woman should have in her bag. Um, possibly after the age of 40 because it really does give you a plumped up kind of view of the skin yeah so that's maybe it's better to use that it, it plumps the skin as opposed to anti-aging because as we get older as women I don't know what what your thoughts out there listeners as female listeners um, when we look in the mirror as we do age how do we feel and hearing terminology such as anti-aging, how does that make, again, make us feel? Does it make us feel that, oh, no, we're scared of getting old? Those points. Let us know what your thoughts. Give us a call. 07895 134713. Remember that you, our listeners, are part of our whole evening. You come and join um, join in on the evening with us. We'd really love to hear from you. So uh, lines are open and we'd like to hear what you think. So it says on the 16th of July 2021, this company launched, um, launched its Age Without Apology pledge, inviting the beauty industry to join forces to make, real, make a real change by using better language around age and showing older ages with, within beauty imagery. Yeah, so I think that's lovely. I, I love, I, I, I mean, we don't really watch TV, so we don't get to see the adverts. But I know during the day, <laughs> Lily was saying that, naturally Lily was saying that during the day, 
they show lots of adverts on insurance, life insurance, all things for when you're getting old, like different baths and all this kind of thing. That can't be too good if you're sitting at home, you've just retired and you've seen all these these adverts that are ready to just put you in a wooden box and say goodbye. Would What do you think? Well, it's to do with um, demographics, isn't it? Demographics? Dem- demographics. Right. Demographics, because they, they aim... Yeah. Them adverts that people who they know are retired, elderly, struggling to get out. Know they got TV. So that's what they'll push. And they'll push them in between the programs that that the individuals like to watch. Mm. Which which is understandable. And that's why they're talking about changing the wording. Yeah. Because when you like you said, when you sit at home and you are bombarded with certain words it can have a negative a, effect. A lasting effect. Because remember, <laughs> you're you're sitting here, you're not going out mm. as you were before. Yeah. You're now here and gradually your things that you were doing before are being replaced by what you're watching. Yeah. Other things and it's getting old and And that's what it's pushing. I, I think and you, that's what it's pushing. I think you said something earlier though, um KJB, about mindset. And it's how we feel. So you're as, you're as old as the man you feel, not really. You're as old, you're as old. I'm 100. <laughs> but it's, you're as old as we want to <coughs> be. I, I, um, and I know uh, Mumra, Joy McKay, I know that you've been through um, certain things. And as an older woman, I think you look amazing, really. Um, but you're still quite very young. I think a 70-odd-year-old person is still a young person. They're not old, but it's how do we think? How do we think as regards to our ageing process? I mean, we go to the gym, right, Um, KJB? And I'm not going to, I'm going to be totally honest with you. I get some aches and pains in the morning. Sometimes I can't handle the pain. And I'm like, no, it's about overcoming that. And then you see the white hairs in your head and you're like, oh, no. And there's an onset of thoughts and feelings that come in when you start seeing these things because inside you still feel like you're 21. I think it's important, it's important, like the introduction said, um, <clears throat> when you first open, open a show, yeah. some things you got to run towards. Right. You don't run away from it. Yeah, yeah. These things, age is going to creep up on us. Whether it we definitely like, creeps. Yeah, it, it creeps. doesn't walk up on it. Doesn't it, walk, creeps. it creeps, yeah. believe me. And I think there's a lot of listeners out there that could verify that. Yeah. Uh, whether they want to or not, I don't know. But it's, you know, it does happen. So like you said, it's just how you view it. If you, if you feel it creeping and you're at home watching the adverts that they're providing for your mm. TV. Or that they're programming, they're programming, shall we say. Yeah. What will happen? That, that, that creeping... It rubs up on you. Well, it becomes a run. Yeah. You're going to get there quicker. Yeah. Because <laughs> your mindset is going to change. So instead of sitting at home watching those adverts, you get out and you do your walking, you do whatever things that keep you well, young and virile. I, I tell my patients, it's it's not about how much you do. Mm. It's the fact that you try and do something. Yes. Every day you do a little bit. Yeah. You know, and you do within your your capability what your ability on that day allows you to do mm, but mm. just don't do nothing and sit there and, and let this tv dictate how you think and feel 
Absolutely. So don't forget, beautiful people, it's, it is hashtag International Bath Day as well as hashtag Age Without Apology Month. All right. So um, regardless of how old we are or how young we are, uh, yeah, Age Without Apology and it's embracing growing older with... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> growing older... Without apology exactly. and embracing mm. the people that we are. And don't listen to people. Exactly. Don't listen to people. <laughs> Honestly, if you listen to people, they will put you in your grave before you're ready. Before don't listen our to time. people before your time. I'm not talking about physically, I'm talking about mentally. Yes. I'm talking about mentally. So beautiful people will see y'all in five. We'll be right back after the break. This is the station with all your music in one place. And I'm Naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8pm. We can discuss fun facts, the word of the day and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Domination Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your 20 pounds tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk We ready to party again Are you? Sometimes a simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide Here's Claire to tell you more A little small talk and a simple question like Hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or, how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and help set them on the journey to recovery. Find out more at Samaritans.org. And remember, small talk saves lives. Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10pm till 4am. First 50 tickets are £5, already selling fast. Then it's £10 advanced tickets and more on the door. Location is Refreshment Rooms, 25 Broadway, London E154BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights, call 07930 or 07831540449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good vibes. 
Broadcasting worldwide online 24-7. All Flavours Radio. Shout out to A.T. Francis in London. This one is Joy McKay. How you doing, Mumra? Shouting out Norbert from Castries. How you doing, Norbert? And giving a high five to Mark. How are you doing today, Mark? Love to Petra, to the family. And not forgetting George Flavors. How are you doing, George Flavors, in South Malaysia? Also, giving a big shout out to Guest 573 from London, Guest 713 from Dusseldorf, and Guest Nanan from London. to get all you tuning listeners how was your day and don't forget DJ Laro you can catch him from 8 to 10 tonight and every other every Tuesday sounds of Shaka Khan
through the fire. And we're on a kind of slow, you know, mesmerizing musical journey tonight. song is off of Shaka Khan's I Feel For You album and as I recall it that was about 1981 over 30 years ago still sounding good I'm going to give you the sounds of James Ingram now it's taking you back to the 80s and even the late 70s Big shout out to Kenny Charles. We heard you do this one on Sunday. Along with Manuela. Sound good.
sounds of James Ingram. Yam will be there. And KJB, that, that track, again, is timeless, isn't it? Yeah, I think, I think, okay. <clears throat> I think that was uh, 86. 86? 85, 86. Please correct me if I'm wrong. I have no idea. <clears throat> Listeners, on that one. Put it, in the, put it in the chat and let us know. But I think it was 85, 86. Okay, so James Ingram featuring Michael McDonald. Mm. And Michael McDonald done quite a lot of duets and so forth with other um, black artists, didn't he? Because he had that kind of soulful voice that sounded great on. Yeah, he's, he's like him, Michael Bolton. There were certain people yeah. that that had a certain because that's what they listened to growing up yeah and, and they so, had that flair didn't they um, i think michael mcdonald was the doobie brothers right yeah initially yeah he, and i know that he done stuff with um aretha franklin as well he's he's on some of her stuff yeah and i think he did he did a lot of writing as well yeah so that's where the money is beautiful people if you're a writer you can earn a lot of money as um for your wonderful works on you know within the publishing field when it comes to music. So in saying that, we're, we're just going to read our questions again for today. The first question is, should graduate workers, graduates forward slash workers be given the right to work in whatever country they desire to, as well as if you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what food would it be? Oh, I wonder what, what would yours be? We'll, we'll, we'll get to that bit later, okay? And don't forget, beautiful people, we are actually running a competition and this is in line with the Teresa Joanne party that we have coming up in July, 16th mm-hmm. of July. And again, it is if you can name five of our words of the day, five words of the day um, that we've mentioned on the show, that you can be in a chance for winning some tickets. Is it any, any five? Any five, any five. Any five shows. You can always catch it. There's lots of catch up shows on a um, podcast on iTunes. Yeah, but don't don't just wind to word of the day. <laughs> well, they've got just, to find it. Yeah, but don't wind we'll to, to find it. Listen, it. listen to the, hopefully they'll listen to the whole, I'm just encouraging them to listen to the whole <laughs> show if you haven't All right. already. So yeah, if you've missed a show, you can always catch us on our podcast, You Are the Designer of Your Life podcast on Anchor as well as iTunes. All right. So our word of the day today, the 14th of June, 2022 is, what is it? KJB? Festoon. Festoon. Do you know what the word festoon means? <coughs> festoon. F-E-S-T-O-O-N. And what does it mean, KJB? It means festoon means to cover or decorate something with many small object, objects, pieces of paper, etc. Or to hang decorative chains or strips. Yeah, so tiny wildflowers festooned the meadow. So it means they decorated or covered the meadow. The students festooned the gymnasium with streamers and bunting for the dance. So uh, going back to the Queen's Jubilee, there was lots of bunting, wasn't there? There was a lot of festoonery. Yes, there was. They festooned the whole of London for the Queen's Jubilee. Oh, there you go. That's it in a sentence, isn't it? So lots of decoration or covering so here's one um, festoon in context it says the budget conscience will appreciate that the restaurant's heartier dishes like the wood-fired beef festooned with sweet farmer's market nectarines and toasted hazelnuts are all less than $30 a piece 
Do you understand that one? I don't know. Festooned. Yeah, because... Strewn. What, yeah, festooned means there's a number of different items under a Decorating. certain... Decorated under a certain price. Well, in that context, <sighs> in that context, because... Yes, because if you look at it, it says pork chops, festooned with sweet farmer's market, mm. nectarines, taste toasted hazelnuts. Yeah. So it's just, it gives you the idea of they would have put... I said beef. <laughs> Oh, sorry. <laughs> Doesn't oh, oops. matter. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So it's um, <coughs> decorations, really. So we say, build your vocabulary. Get a word of the day in your inbox every day, and we get these from Mariam. So did you know that the noun festoon first appeared in the sixteen hundreds, when it was used as it is still is today to refer to a decorative chains or strips hung between two points. So you know when you um, when you hang decorations. I guess even on a Christmas tree or just decorating a place really with these tinsel or whatever it is that it's hung between two different points. It can also refer to a carved, moulded or painted ornament representing such a chain. After centuries worth of festoon adorning, the verb festoon made an entrance and people began to festoon with their festoons. (laughs) Told you. Told you. (laughs) That is a draped and adorned with them. The verb has since then acquired additional, more general senses relating not only to decorating, but to something appearing on the surface of something, as in a sweater festooned with purple unicorns, or as we looked up there earlier, the meadow festooned with beautiful berries. Let's say that, yeah. Yeah, I was was thinking when you said uh, people adorn themselves, festoon themselves, I was thinking about carnivals. Rio, oh yeah, Rio Carnival, you know, yeah. Rio de Janeiro. Wow, they definitely love the festoon over there, boy. Oh, I wonder if we're having a um, Notting Hill Carnival yeah, not, over here. here Notting Hill Carnival, they like to festoon as nice. well. Yeah. So and and that gives that connotation. So it's to do with like party, okay. having a good time and decorate being decorated, mm. decorated. Perhaps <clears> an unsurprisingly celeb- celebratory sounding and party associated word traces back. By way of French and Italian to Latin festa, the plural festum meaning festival. So you were so right there, DJ KJB, stating that we can link festoon with festival, with decorated dancing women festooned in their festoonery. There you go. But you see how word of the day has heightened my vocabulary and and made me brainy Oh, has it? Do you think so? Do you I, think we'll remember I, it in a week's time? Festoon, yes. Remember, that is that is a competition to name five words of the day for a chance to win our competition. And that's two tickets for our party on the 16th of July on the Teresa Joanne. We'll be giving you out a little bit more information as regards to that a bit later on. And you can catch it also. It's in the... Um, mentioned in our adverts on the radio as well a big shout out to john je you can catch john je on a sunday as well as george flavors how you doing george laro and also dj caddy and dj ninja man lloyd we will be giving all the djs a shout out very shortly and um, yeah like we say always check out the djs to see or the schedule should we say on our allflavorsradio.com to see who's playing when and what times they'll be playing so um, DJ KJB, we were sent a few things from our uh, WhatsApp corner, in the WhatsApp corner. And one of them was uh, just a small window of opportunity for <clears throat> entrepreneurs who need help with their business utilities. 
All right. And I'm going to put this um, opportunity into. Sorry, guys, I'm suffering a bit here with um, hay fever. It's yeah, not very nice. Not, is it? Um, into yeah. the chat box in the chat room. So do come and do come and join us in the chat room to find out what opportunities and things that are you know available to us. So this is the UW partner. Um, it's the utility warehouse, and they have a small window of opportunity for entrepreneurs. Who need help with their business utilities? So when you say utilities, what what do you got a rough idea? I guess of what utilities they can help would with? be um, gas, electric. That's okay, when that's like, what springs to mind. Okay. Those kinds of things. Electricity, just just yeah. So yeah. we 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 mm. have put in a um uh link okay. into the chat room. So follow that link and see where that leads you, because that was something that was sent over. On WhatsApp, on our WhatsApp corner um, today, as well as a big shout out to Roy Hamilton. Awesome. It's wonderful. It's actually the fifth anniversary of of the Grenfell Fire. And he was singing with the Grenfell Choir at Westminster Abbey this afternoon. Okay, so in saying that, Kenny, can you believe five years since Grenfell and Um, 72 people that had lost their lives in that? Um, I, I can't believe it because truly it, it shouldn't have happened. Yeah. We know health and safety breaches mm. led to 72 people being killed. Mm. Um, whether that, what, what has happened since then, I'm not sure. Maybe there's some listeners out there that can shed some light or update us on, on what the situation is at the moment regarding... Um, I know there was a case. There's an outstanding well, they, case. there's still there's still outstanding cases oh, said, because okay. there's lot there's still inquest going into one, a lot of the money that went missing and people want to know. I mean, seventy two people were killed in this fire. All right, this was a re- remembrance of them taking place at Westminster yeah. Abbey, and like you rightfully just said, this is something that should not have happened due to the cladding. It was the cladding on the building, wasn't it? Yeah. And have you seen the buildings that have been going up lately? <laughs> Have you seen the buildings well, that have been going up? I know around here, there was one recently built yeah. and they had to go back in yes. and remove because it had clad in it. Exactly the same thing as Grenfell, that's right. Yeah, and that was built after Grenfell. Yeah. So it goes to show that there are still some issues regarding quality control yeah. and health and safety at this moment in time. As I said, Maybe listeners might know a bit more for us. They might have heard a little bit more than we know. So please join join the chat. If join you know. in the chat, please. yeah. And it says that so they had this survey service today at eleven o'clock. It was a multi faith memorial service, and it obviously began with the names of the victims being read out. Okay, but should there, I mean, there's still an inquest, like we said, that is going being looked into. Okay, so Theresa May, Theresa May was there. Um, Sadiq Khan, the mayor, and the housing secretary, Michael Gove, were among those that were in the congregation. Yeah. And Dean Hoyle opened the service by noting the loss and anguish was still vivid and sharp. Because when we think about it, I think I watched a video on this young lady. They're they're expressing the Grenfell through art. Yeah. But she's lost her sister in that fire so those those there were victims 72 victims as well as those victims families are still living through that whole 
sad situation, right? When you think about the way they died, it was you can imagine it's yeah. still got to be sharp and vivid, you know, to be to be trapped in a building and they were they were told not to leave, they were told certain things, yeah, and you know, and then today, yes, there was a memorial, former prime ministers, head uh, the mayor, but it's not about talking. Yes, they need support, stuff, but it's it? about doing something. What have mm. they done? What have they done to Not help much. people cope with this pain that people are still experiencing yeah. and the th- after five years? The thing with Grenfell, like it says, that it was set in the richest borough in, in Britain, set in one of the richest boroughs, or in the richest borough in Britain, okay? But, but there was a grotesque amount of inequality within that society, within that community because you've got the, the haves and the have-nots. Yeah, and it says we've got to confront the issues raised by the Grenfell disaster. For residents of Grenfell, their home wasn't their castle, it was their deathbed. And that's sad, isn't it? Mm. How can you say your home was your deathbed? It wasn't a castle because you're living in this tall tower in amongst uh, some of the most richest people. And that was that was the downfall of these people mm. was the fact of living in that block of flats. Mm-hmm. And still... All these years on, five years on, no justice has really been served. Well, it's interesting that just further down in the article, it says fencing will be removed of flowers laid on reefs. So you're telling me that building is still there. After five years, they haven't done anything to alleviate people's pain. Yes, they want to to be remembered, but to go back, it's that they're going to be reliving it. All over again. Yes, because the building is still there. They'll see their flat. They'll see the the horror of the damage. Mm. And it's just going to, it's, oh, that's horrible. That's so, horrible. So there is a campaign that's going on. <clears throat> yeah. So it's this week will be the difficult week for everyone affected by the Grenfell Tower. For many of the events five years ago are still raw in the minds mm. and the losses remain heavy in people's hearts. Empty chairs for Grenfell victims were at the Jubilee party and Grenfell families were enraged by the uh, stay put on the fire advice yeah. mm-hmm. and London fire, a tale of two blocks. Yeah. All right. So it speaks of this lady that lost her mother in the fire. And she said the catastrophe is never ending for them. Mm. They mm. want, it says we don't want them to just say never forget. We want it cemented in some way. So never forget because down the line, it will be forgotten, won't it? Unless sometimes there's uh, memorials, there's statues, all these things around London that help us remember that specific person mm. or, you know, that specific uh, mm. whatever we spoke of. Um, we spoke on statues a while ago, mm. highlighting what they their meanings and so forth. So really having one there mm-hmm. for the Grenfell, not, yeah, never to forget, but something cemented to show... This is what happened here. Right, you know what? Statues are brilliant. Mm. Statues are lovely because, again, when people go to that particular area, it helps them to remember, mm. helps them to to also understand what some where they don't want to live. Mm. Yeah, but then they're, they're building yeah. up all these tall blocks. And they're still building tall blocks. Yeah. But statues are not going to relieve the pain and anguish. Mm. of the, those who survived yeah. those who lost loved ones those who lost brothers sisters aunties children dads even. 
dads. Mums, yeah. Mums. It's not, the statue is not going to, it's not. They need action. A statue is good, a good start. Don't get yeah. me wrong. It's something that, that's positive. But come on now, it's been five years. Come yes. on. Come and on. also, criminal investigation into the disaster. Exactly. It's underway, it says. The Met Police, they said there's been no prosecutions until the public inquiry. So that is still ongoing five years afterwards. Five so, years. So I like to think that if that's the ongoing issue, if that's an ongoing inquiry mm. and people haven't been brought to justice, what happens to the families? It leaves them in, 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 limbo. in limbo. Absolutely. Because yeah. right now they should be paid, or at least get, get something so they can go rebuild their lives, find somewhere for them to live. Do you know what I mean? Erase yeah. some of it. It's not going to take everything away, but at least they can say, well, yeah, I, I can see some movement. I can see s- some positive change yeah. from five years ago, but you know, still they, still, they're going back to the same building. Ahead, they're, they? yeah. yeah, they're ripping down the... They're going to take down some of the, the, the wood, the planks that, that are hiding the building. So mm. the building is still there after um, five years. Yeah. Come on, come on. Well, they've got to look into the inquiry <sighs> that's ongoing. That is ongoing. We'll see. We'll see. Hopefully not in another five years. Yes, it's wonderful having a memorial, it's like, it's but crazy. where's just, justice for the families? Where no is justice. the justice? Hopefully we'll be able to let you beautiful people know. What are your thoughts on it as well? The Grenfell Towers and um, five years on has much changed. Are they really going to do something about it? Well, we will. We'll see. Really, we'll, we'll watch this space. We'll watch this space. I, I don't know. Five years and they still haven't brought no one to justice. There's yeah. still an inquiry. That means it's crazy. After five years, yeah. you, you haven't got enough information after five years. Well, Come let's on. hope that, that we don't have to wait another five years, okay? <sighs> Beautiful people, we'll see y'all in five. This is the station with all your music in one place. I'm with Bo 77. And I'm Naturally Lily. Join us for the Let's Talk Drive Time Show. Every Tuesday evening between 6 and 8 p.m. We can discuss fun facts, the word of the day, and current events. Join in the conversation. See you in the chat room. Domi Promotions and All Flavours Radio proudly present We Ready to Party Again Boat Style. Come and party on board the permanently moored Teresa Joanne, King George V Dock, Woolwich Manor Way, E16 QNJ on Saturday the 16th of July. Come and join us for a splendid night of fun, music, vibes and grown-up raving. Your entertainers will be Mosty, DJ Specialist and DJ Shyboy alongside the All Flavours radio team of Ninja Man Lloyd, George Flavours, DJ Laro and DJ John J.E. Playing the best in soca, reggae, Afrobeat, soul and much, much more. Smart dress is essential for this one. The first 100 ticket holders will get a complimentary glass of Prosecco and there'll be food available to buy supplied by Sunset Caterers. Boarding starts at 9.30pm and we party till 3.30am. Get your £20 tickets now from Eventbrite or getyourtickets.co.uk We ready to party again Are you? Sometimes a simple question can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and start them on the road to recovery The Samaritan Small Talk Saves Lives campaign is aimed at giving people the tools to help prevent suicide Here's Claire to tell you more A little small talk and a simple question like Hello, what's the time? Where can I get a coffee? Or, how great is this weather? Can be all it takes to interrupt someone's suicidal thoughts and help set them on the journey to recovery. Find out more at samaritans.org. And remember, 
Small talk saves lives. Snapback FM presents a night called Keeping It Simple on Friday, 29th of July at the Refreshment Rooms. Entertainment on the night from Mr. Funky, DJ T, Mr. Jams, Mr. Viking, DJ Tibbs and DJ Specialist. Doors open 10pm till 4am. First 50 tickets are £5, already selling fast. Then it's £10 advanced tickets and more on the door. Location is Refreshment Rooms, 25 Broadway, London E154BQ. More info on tickets, birthday bookings, hen nights, stag nights. Call 07930-495581 or 07831-540-449 or contact any of the DJs. Keeping it simple, no gimmicks, bringing you good music and good fun. Broadcasting worldwide, online, 24-7. All Flavors Radio. Gal Gal, happy Earth Strong for yesterday, Gary. When the day the ladder like we say, is our June babies Earth Strong month. And also giving a big shout out to my stepdad, Trevor. Happy Earth Strong for Saturday. Giving a big high five and shout out to John John and Ray Chanel. And welcoming into the world your newborn baby boy. Sending love and blessings over the waves to Marjak and Anisha, Tai Tai, Issa and Anaya. Sending love and blessings to Naturally Lily, Duane, Janae, and Jayla. How you doing, Joy McKay? Just 
80 Francis. And I know it's gonna be. And don't forget after us, you can catch DJ Laro from 8 till 10. And I'm sure that 80 Francis would be on from 10 till midnight. seriously got some strong lungs to hold that note all that time I'm giving a big shout out to Uni TFM Global UK and Unity FM St Lucia 90.5 there Bill Withers with a lovely day with a lovely day like I said we're keeping it mellow give me something from back in the back in the back in the day Shout to Ari Morum. How you doing, Anthony? Andy Carlo, where are you at, guy? Shout out to the John Baptist. How y'all doing out there? beautiful day is today on the 14th of June 2022 
the sounds of the spinners there. With Could It Be I'm Falling in Love. All right, so we took you back there. We're taking you on a kind of interesting journey with the music tonight. And really, yes, we were speaking there on Grenfell and really the repercussions or not the repercussions because no one's being called into question around that at the moment. But hopefully the inquest will go into finding out what the whole situation is in regards to that, as well as asking these questions. We're going to go into our question today about should graduate workers be given the right to work in whatever country they desire to? And uh, what would you do if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life? What food would it be? And so, um, naturally, Lily, <laughs> you're going to give me the high pitch voice. Uh, not really. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so we covered some stuff there in our WhatsApp corner. So we're going to look into that question about should graduates forward slash workers be able to work in whatever country that they desire. And this is going on the back of, um, it's a new visa requirement for people that are working here in this country. All right. And yeah, it's, it's an article that was taken from The Voice speaking on African and Caribbean graduates left out of new UK work, UK work visa. So these black students stand, stand to be disproportionately affected by the visa rules. A new visa giving international graduates the opportunity to work in the UK before receiving a job offer has come under fire from academics for failing to include students from universities in Africa and the Caribbean. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on that, listeners? Give us a call, 07895 134713. That's 07895. <laughs> One three four seven one three KJB. Well, it's interesting because when we go back centuries ago, mm. Africa and the Caribbean were part of the British Empire. Yep, they were British colonies. Mm. <clears throat> Suddenly now, um, those same colonies that were building Britain, yeah, are no longer useful. Mm. Um, <clears throat> it's interesting that. They've changed the rules because obviously I work in an environment where we do get overseas individuals. Yeah. So, yeah, got over overseas individuals, and most of the individuals we've had, out of all the ones that I remember, none of them have been Caucasian. Not um, people of um, African or Caribbean. African, sorry, African and Caribbean. Yeah. Descent from from my knowledge from from. <clears throat> from where my standpoint mm. so obviously there is disproportionate number i think that that stems from unfortunately some issues with people who have come over here and have worked mm. but unfortunately have falsified the documentation i saw one of those um it was i think she was from india actually the lady that claimed to be a teacher and had who had falsified her documentation, obviously she's been struck off. But in this case, it says the High Potential Individual Scheme. So there's a scheme called the High Potential Individual Scheme, which was rolled out by the Home Office um, for people who have graduated from higher education institutions in the past five years from what is dubbed as some of the world's most elite universities. From today, well, 
um, undergraduate and PhD holders will now be able to start new life in the UK for up to three years without being required to have a job in the pipeline for them so they can come, they can look for work, so and so forth. Yeah, that, that, as I said, there's people, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you, but there's individuals that have come from overseas Mm. in in my area of work and that's what's happened. They've come, within the three years they've got a job, they stayed for their three years and then obviously if they want to remain longer, they have to be, someone has to, apply but the trust has to, has to sign for them and then obviously that's a lot of money a guarantor a they call them a guarantor yeah yeah, yeah and, but unfortunately it's a it's a lot of money it's not it's not <laughs> it's not cheap it's not cheap but so, they've, they've come and they've worked yes they've come and they've, yeah, they've been here for three years yeah um they, they, they go on agency they go from one job to another mm. one they don't do permanent there's yeah. no point doing permanent if you're only here for three years. Yeah. So they go from one job agency, they go, they go, some of the agency, they work up until their three years. Um, some get seconded. Right. So I know one. That can stay. That yeah, means one, can stay. one got another job. Yeah. In Camden. Okay. And is now here working. Right. Uh, Full time. But we're t- what we're talking about here. KJB is our ones that are graduates that have qualified from university yeah, yeah, that can yeah. come and work in this country. I don't know um, in regards to the NHS if they work on the same yeah, principle. Same, yeah, yeah, they've got to be graduates. And they, okay. They, they've got to be graduates. They have to be graduates. They can't yeah. come if they're not graduates. Okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? They've got to be qualified. They have to be qualified. In the case of this high potential individual scheme, um, the universities listed... From the global lead league of high attaining um, univer- or elite universities were Harvard University, Princeton University, um, Kyoto University in Japan, as well as other higher education institutions in Switzerland and Australia. However, Dr. Amina Ahmed El Amam, a lecturer at the University of Lauren in Nigeria, said the move by the Home Office was heartbreaking as black graduates stand to be disproportionately affected by the decision, as we noted from those, shall I read out those universities again? No, no uh, yeah, go Yeah, on, Harvard on. University, Princeton, Kyoto University in Japan, Switzerland, and other HE in, um, higher education institutions in Switzerland and Australia. Yeah, yeah. They were in that list. Are there any um, Caribbean or African? No, also... I noticed what's not on that list is New Zealand as well. New Zealand. Graduates, graduates from New Zealand coming over as well. Right. Hi there, Pele Hoxton. How are you doing? Great to have you on board. But like it's... it's so what do you mean, New, um, New Zealand? Yeah, because New Zealand as well, they get graduates coming here as well. It's not on there, but yeah. there have been graduates from New Zealand who've come here on a, on a similar path. And three years, do you know what I mean? Same thing. Same However, thing. this Dr. Mina, he says that he's from a university in Nigeria and he says that we can see on from that list there are no universities there from Africa or the Caribbean. Okay, so it says that these ratings are based on criteria that favour universities which have been around for hundreds of years and have access to a lot of funding. Okay, so that's because a lot of universities in Africa, some, well, maybe those uh, 
old universities in Africa are not recognised. Mm. Maybe these are newer ones that have come about. However, surely they, these African and Caribbean universities should be recognised. Yeah, they, they should. Regardless because, of how long they've been there. Because we're talking African universities, but also it says it comes after the University of the West Indies yeah. was ranked within the top 1.5%. That yeah. is unbelievable. Uh, universities in the world, according to the Times Higher Education Ranking System. Right. So it's a high, it's got, it has high yeah. ranks. It's, it's, it's amazing. That's 1.5. Yeah. However, it wasn't named. And those who came across new visas also leave out students from universities across Latin America and South Asia as well. So South Asia, so Japan's included in that list. Mm, 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 mm. But what about China? I mean, they have a very high standard of education, mm, mm, mm. yet they're not listed in that list either. Yeah, it's interesting because a lot of people don't just come from the country's name there. You talk about Canada yeah. as well. Believe me, there are a lot of graduates coming from, from those kind of countries, like, like Canada, US, they're coming. Mm. So it's interesting that the only reason why these universities are not not seen mm. as prestigious is because um, of the countries that they're in. Countries Possibly. they're in, but also, like it said there, that it's because they don't have the 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 the, the age going or the background. Well, that, that doesn't go with it. That shouldn't matter because if you look at the University of West Indies, one point one point five percent. Yeah. It's in the high echelons of university, the highest ranking, highest yeah. ranking university. Yeah. So that's poppycock because that yeah. university is well ranked. Yes. So there's no reason why the graduates from that university can't come and apply whatever trade that they have. Yeah. And it highlights just going on from that, that 1.5 universities in the world, that the prestigious universities which have campuses in Barbados, Trinidad, and Tobago, they were reported to sit near the global summit of academic institutions from a global estimate of 30,000 universities and Lilly Research Institute. So they were the top, yeah, they're, they're sitting near the summit, yeah. the top of academic institutions out of 30,000 universities and elite um, research institutes. So they're at the top of the, the league. However, they're not being recognised. Well, they're not being recognised because they're not seen um, because of possibly their funding, where they are. It's got nothing to do with funding. Well, that's they're, what they're, they're saying. They're, 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 they're higher elite, than most of these other universities but, and institutions around the world. Mm, but most of those prestigious universities you named earlier mm. all get backing. They get okay. serious funding. Do you know what I mean? They yeah. get donations, they get people who've gone, who've become millionaires that have pumped money back into those universities. And because these students are not being allowed to go apply their trade abroad, yeah, they, <clears throat> they can't filter back and give right. back to the university that has, has basically gave them their, their education. Because that, that's all that's what they want to do. They want to give back as well. They don't just want to make for themselves. Mm. They would like to give back. But, but they've been stunted. What are your thoughts on this, beautiful listeners, as regards to these Africans and Caribbean graduates being left out of the new UK work visa? Should um, graduates forward slash workers be allowed to work 
whether they want to, for for one, we know it's the globe, and I know we're going to go to some of the Facebook um, answers to this question, um, which can some of them to me, uh, in my opinion, seem like oh well, you live in a country, so you should work in that country. I just feel that people should have the opportunity if they want they to should, to go and travel. Yeah and work elsewhere why not why not why not be able to have the opportunity to go mm. and and obviously earn money that represents their education excellent because not yeah. only not only are they giving back to the country they're in they can also then give back to the country they've come from yeah yeah do you know what I mean so why shouldn't, shouldn't they be allowed to do that and so does our passport restrict us does it restrict us to just working in that specific area or should we be allowed and we're talking here in regards to visas right african and caribbean graduates being left out of the new uk work visa Mm. that's giving you the opportunity to come and work in this country so a visa gives you the the opportunity just like a green card right to to work in another country however they're locking out they've they've highlighted switzerland they've highlighted japan they've highlighted even american universities but left out the elite universities that are topping all these other universities worldwide and have left out the african and caribbean ones and, and i just believe education is global yeah of course education it is. is global so yeah if you've got an education mm. Why can't you travel globally? Because education is global. It's yeah. not stunted to one country. It's global. Yeah. So that should be reflected. Really Absolutely. Should be reflected. Absolutely. Should we go to, I think we're going to go to some of the answers that we were given in, as regards to this question mm-hmm. and um, see, you know, what some of our, um, not listeners, but what some of our um people have said okay uh so let's have a look so we asked the question should graduate workers be given the right to work in whatever country they desire and thomas brennan he says no one has a right to work anywhere he says that employers determine who they hire what qualifications that they require standards needs to be met each country has their own rules for out for out-of-country workers, those rules are based on the needs of people of the country, often putting the needs of the citizens before the desires of those looking to relocate or even the business of needing to hire. Now, I, what I recall um, before this, this is before Brexit, that people could come from Europe yeah. and work here regardless because we was all under this European Union. And then obviously after Brexit, a lot of them uh, went home. However, I know UK, we're talking here as regards to visas, that they've restricted those that are of African and Caribbean descent. Hmm. Yeah. So, so that means that what he's saying here, yeah. it rings true, but that means they're not able to apply for the jobs that they want to. No. Because even though they do apply for the jobs, there's no guarantee that they'll be given the visa. But the thing is, what he says right at the start, no one has a right to work anywhere. Of course, you have the right to work. I think we should all have the right to work where we want to. If you've got the education, Mm. if you worked hard for the education that's been provided, and some of these people have to pay for the education, it's not free. Yeah. 
you know, they're paying for the education, the family's paying for the education. And the reason why the family is supporting this individual because they know this individual will help support the family. Not just that, but also the economy and as well. And the economy as well. Yes, yeah. I appreciate that. So, no, I, I don't believe that. I think, like I said, education is global. So mm. people should be able to go where they want as long as they have the qualification to prove. And <clears throat> when they apply for that particular job that they, they want, if they get it, let them go and work yeah, and be a positive role model in society. So let's turn that to the fact of people coming from other countries because I, I was speaking to Joy McKay earlier, Mumra, and she said that there's a call in the West Indies for workers to come and work here. Yet, as we've looked at the visas, they're not really welcoming people from the Caribbean. So is that is that a yes, this push portion of there, there, disparity there? There is disparity because if you think about the people that they're hiring, I can only speak about in the health service. Yeah. There's a lot of Malaysians. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are some Africans, but most of the nurses that come here are from Europe, mm-hmm. Malaysia, Thailand, I'm assuming. Right. Please, Lise, you can help me out. You can you can also um chip in if if you feel I'm saying anything out of turn. You can you know. <clears throat> so People from the Caribbean who used to come here mm. and get nursing jobs. Absolutely, yeah. Suddenly, that's changed. They didn't want them and now they've all windrushed. They lost yeah, all the papers they, and they lost all the, deporting a lot of people. That's changed. That yeah. has changed. So the influx of people that were coming here mm. has now stopped. But there is still an influx of people coming into work because there are still loads of jobs yeah. that need, and posts that need to be filled. And are they being filled? Because I was listening again to the radio this morning. They said that um, before the pandemic, they were getting on an even kill of employer to job ratio. Now, there's at least a million people that just aren't doing anything. A million people that aren't working. They're just not doing anything. That that, that number was declining before the pandemic. However, now... There's just a million people out there just not hmm. working because we're we're talking about graduate jobs. A lot, yeah. of, a, lot <clears throat> a lot of the jobs like in the NHL are like AHPs, you know, nursing yeah. assistants, uh, allied health assistants. Mm. So there's a, a lot of assistant posts, but the graduate posts are the issue. Yeah, that's the issue. And going on the the gov dot weather website, it says recruiting people from outside the UK. Guidance for employers: you need to have a sponsor license to hire workers yeah. from outside the UK. All right, and that's not even just speaking about the people with, and this is again as well in line with the e, um, UK and the EU. Mm. It's not even worldwide. Mm. Yeah, but having a sponsor, you need a sponsor to come and work, yeah. and that's not even speaking about yes. people that have the needed qualifications to come and fill specific posts. And that's the problem because that's why a lot of the <clears throat> those countries named earlier, mm. Switzerland, Australia, Japan, yeah, um, because they come here and they're given leave to stay for three years, they build up their skills, they build up mm. the needed um, <clears throat> um, abilities to do a job. Right. And, and once you get the, the experience and you've got the qualification you're more likely to get a sponsor right you're more likely so if you're here 
you're more likely to get a sponsor than, if, than if you're coming from outside and you're sending your CV. So what if you're a worker... <clears throat> much well, more difficult. I, I don't know, because we'll have to look into this. If you're a worker that's actually qualified here, mm-hmm. but you're still on a visa to come and and train or get your qualification in this country... Will you be still be sent back? That's something that we'll have to look into well, as well. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. It it depend again. It depends on the job. Mm. It depends on the circumstances. It depends on the qualification, and obviously, like that person said earlier, the organisations vet their people who they want to employ yeah. based on their needs. Yeah, yeah. It's based on the needs. So sometimes you have a qualification, but you might not have experience. You might have a qualification. Um, but your work history is patchy because simply because you wasn't able to come and work here, but you might have worked abroad. Yeah. But sometimes that doesn't tra- translate. But then, so can, there's other other com- other things that can, in can speak, complicate. In speaking on this, we we are talking about um, graduates from the U from the Africa mm. and the Caribbean, and what they're saying is that they they obviously as graduates that they're being un- undervalued because they've not looked at these elite universities in Africa, in the Caribbean, they've not been acknowledged and there's only been a list of specific areas countries. where the graduates, yeah, um, countries where the graduates are accepted in this country under the new visa rules. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and this is what I'm saying, trouble. whereas before it was more open. Mm. A couple of years ago, West Indian people coming, African people coming, they were getting the jobs. Yeah. Unfortunately, like we said earlier, some people falsified their documents. So that I don't think that helps. But it, a lot of the people that came here generally came and had the qualification mm. to work. Suddenly it's all changed. Yeah. <clears throat> and that's why you're seeing less and less opportunities for African and Caribbean graduates coming from abroad to come here because then other countries are on a list. Yeah. And most organisations will go to those lists because remember, they have to pay for that graduate. Absolutely. And it's uh, um, and sponsor that graduate. At this point, Professor Olusu Oyewele, um, Secretary of General Association of African Universities, he says, waited in on the controversy and called the Home Office wrong to undervalue the talent of African graduates. He said, I believe Britain is unfair to African graduates using the ranking of universities as a criterion for engagements. The UK is wrong to assume that graduates from high-ranking universities are more skilled than graduates from Africa. And that's very true as well, because say if someone got into Harvard, they could have got in just out of pure merit because their dad got, their, their dad went to Harvard University. Yeah, it's well, not necessarily because they're smart, but their dad went there. So they're getting in on that ability and then maybe their dad's helped them get through Harvard. Do you know what I mean? I, I understand what you're saying, but even though you get in, you yeah. gotta work hard because Harvard. But some is not... people don't because they can buy you out and say, "Right, my son," and just use it as an, an accolade. Well, there 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 was a a, a Netflix program, yeah. yeah, on a fixer, a fixie. There Fixers. was a, there was a there was a fixer that would I know they help. do that in Africa as well. Yeah, they would they still. would help individuals get into certain universities See? for a price. Yeah. So it, it, I know in America it. That did, it happens. That, that happens. That there was actually program on that, and so it's, it's that's bona fide true. So that yeah. can happen, um, but unfortunately, because these universities are on the list, mm. there's nothing much can be done unless they change the list. 
to bring in African and Caribbean universities, those organisations will only look at the list that's been provided by the government. Mm. Well, it's it's very unfair. And I totally know... Agree. Uh, and this is something that's been going on for a while because I do recall that even if you've studied, say, in Jamaica at one of the top elite uh, universities, that when you come here, it's not even recognised. That's wrong because they've still put in that time and effort to, say, be a doctor, to be to be a high-achieving person that has graduated from university, yet you come to UK and your, your degree or your PhD is worthless. Mm. That's a bit unfair. What are your thoughts out there, listeners? Give us a call, 07895-134713. That's 07895-134713. It's interesting because the Home Secretary, Priti Patel, mm. said, and I quote... I am proud to be launching this new and exciting route as part of our point-based immigration system, which puts ability and talent first, not where someone comes from. Since the government is delivering for the British people by bringing in the high skills and talent of our country and business need. But the thing is that country and business need is only from American, Australian (laughs) and Swiss um, universities and they've left out African and Caribbean and it's interesting that even though African and Caribbean university students want to apply it's a point system yeah it's yeah. a point system so they have to meet certain criteria if they don't meet certain criteria then the visa will not mm. be provided mm. so they're still on a hiding to nothing wow so wow. they've done it in a way that is includes inclusive but at the same time disproportionate well it's it's crazy and at the end of the day this land beautiful people is for everyone we'll see y'all in five
Yes, Joy McKay. This one's going out back out for you. As you say, it's a big tune. And this land is well and truly for everyone. Five out to everyone in the chat room. Tuning crew, worldwide crew, and all you silent listeners out there. And that was the sound of the Abyssinians. This land is for everyone. And that's so true in regards to everything that we've been talking about tonight. We've spoken on or we've asked a question, really. So let me go back there. (laughs) We've asked the question, should graduate workers 
be given the right to work in whatever country they desire to, in specifically pertaining to the UK, as well as our International Bath Day, hashtag International Bath Day, and really Aging Without Apology Month as well. We grow grow um, older gracefully without using um, terminology like anti-aging and all these kind of things. We fall Ex- into... Exfoliating. Not ex- well, we do exfoliate because we get rid of that oh, means just getting rid of the so dead, the dead man, skin cells. Tell, tell man um, but just anti-aging things, that, and you know, we grow old eight, um, gracefully and not be given terminology to make us feel bad about the age that we are. As well as our word for the day, festoon. All right. So the like we say, we are running a competition in regards to our event on the sixteenth of July. And we just want you to name five words of the day that we've spoken of. We're going to post this again into the chat box. Uh, our special day that we're having on the 16th um, on the trees of Joanne. Uh, it's going to be a great night. We're ready to party again. We've been on lockdown for two years. And really, we want to really party in style together and it's a moored boat. It's on the 16th of July, 2022, starting at 9.30. All right. So please spread the word, spread the word. And we're actually giving away free tickets. Come on, guys. Join, join in with us. Mention five words of the days with for your chance to win two tickets to the We Ready to Party Again, um, Domolution Promotion and All Flavours Radio on the boat, the Teresa Joanne. Okay, and also giving a big shout out as well to uh, give me two minutes. It's to the oh, wait, yes, okay, I'll tell you in a moment. All right, here we go. Yes, the Global Unity FM Global um, UK and Unity FM St. Lucia 90.5 as well so kjb there was another question that we posed at the top of the show and that was if you could only eat one food for the rest of your life what food would it be if you could eat only one food for the rest of your life what would it be chicken chicken but we oh, you eat that chicken every single day no exactly chicken just chicken <clears throat> chicken you, you have any different things you could do with chicken oh no chicken's boring man so what would you have salad <clears throat> okay Salad, and I could put anything that I want in that salad. You can have tomatoes. You can have um, different forms of lettuce leaves. Same with the chicken. You can have nah. I could put tomato in the chicken. (laughs) Lettuce leaves in the chicken. (laughs) But chicken, just period. What about you, users? If you could eat only one food for the rest of your life, what food would it be? Let us know. We've only got ten minutes left. Like, come on. So we'll give you five minutes. Five minutes to let us know. What food you would eat? Good evening, DJ Laro. How are you? How are you? Oh, eat Indian mangoes. Oh, Easter. Yes, um, Joy McKay, we know you love that, but that will send your sugar through the roof, right? That will send your sugar t- through the roof, those East Indian mangoes. Um, yeah. But, but you'd be happy. But you would be happy, that's yeah. right. And it's yeah. what it's all about, yeah. isn't it? Happiness. Happiness. So you'd be creating your happiness right there, eating those East Indian mangoes. Don't forget, you can catch DJ Laro after us from 8 till 10 tonight. So DJ KJB. Yes. I, mm-hmm. Please. <clears throat> sorry. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut across. No, 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 you're yeah. not cutting across okay. me. Um, says, I've got a tip here. 101 little health miracles. 
Simple solutions that provide big, big benefits. And I thought I'd just highlight this one on lifestyle. <clears throat> so see if this resonates with you. It says, far from being efficient workaholics, we don't take breaks during the day, are up to a quarter less efficient than those with healthier working practices. That makes sense. No, so all right, again, say again. All right, all right, all right. So look, far from being efficient, workaholics who don't take breaks during the day are up to a quarter less efficient than those with healthier working practices. Yeah, you got to have work-life balance. Mm -hmm. You definitely have to have work-life balance. And I found myself doing that today, like because I sometimes I can't tear myself away from the work. I literally have to say no, stop. Turn it off. Um, but you, you're right there about being less efficient. So it's good when out energised in that beautiful sunshine that we had today. And yeah, come in tonight to, to do the show tonight as well. Because mm -hmm. sometimes you could be busy just doing or just going around in a goldfish bowl. Mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Yeah, and I'm just going to carry on. It yeah. just, says a, just to finish off, it says working through breaks is a false mm. economy. So make yourself have at least three breaks when you don't think about work at all. Wow. There you go. So three breaks when you don't think about work. And yes, Joy McKay, you will be um, enjoying your one a day mango. But will that be enough? Will that be enough for you to live on that one uh, East Indian mango a day <laughs> to live on? I'm not too sure. I'm not too sure if that would be enough. However, I did have a mango for my lunch today and I must say, I feel fine. It is a very good book, um, Joy McKay. Thank you. And I will be returning it to you this week. Um, yeah, so it's, it's been a lovely um, evening, um, KJB. Thank you so much for stepping in again tonight. Thank you for, again. For once again, thank you for having me. And especially not feeling too well as well. That's right. We soldiered through. We're we soldiers. soldiered through. We're soldiers. soldiered through. Yes, it is very, it's very new. Okay, so um, I don't know what the nutritional value of that is, Joy, um, of your East Indian uh, mango. But if that was the only thing you could eat for the rest of your life, I'm sure. Yeah, because it must be quite tasty. They're quite yeah. sweet, those mangoes, aren't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah. They're quite, they are quite sweet. They're quite sweet. So thank you, listeners, for um, tuning in um, to our Let's Talk Drive Time show tonight. I'm just shouting out again the listeners in the chat room. George Flavors, giving you a high five. 80 Francis, you can catch 80 Francis tonight from 10 till 12, as well as DJ from 8 till t um, DJ Lara from 8 till 10. High five, Mumra, Joy McKay, Pele, great to see you on board. And giving you, um, sending love across the sea waves and the waves there. Um, Norbert from Castries as well. Natural Sugars, that's right, Joy McKay. Natural Sugars also shouting out guest 573 as well as guest, let's get over here, 713 from Dusseldorf and Mark Philogene. Hope you're feeling well, Mark Philogene. Sending you um, love and blessings to out there <coughs> in Bremen, Germany. So... KJB, we've come to the end of the show. It's the 14th of June, wow. 2022. That flew by. That flew by, two indeed. Hours, two hours flew by. And shouting out, Gal Gal, for your Earth Strong blessings yesterday. Um, hope you had a wonderful day. 
It's my Earth Strong next next Saturday. Let's let's know. I might give out something here. Come down and join me. We've got a a day, a day. A what fate. would you call it? A fate during the day. So I might just give you the address so you can come down and join us. We're going to be singing down there as well. And um, yes, I guess KJB. All we got left. Oh, thank you, thank you, Pele. Thank you so much for your company. Okay. And we, we really do appreciate you all tuning in every single week to um, support us. And we give you a high five for your support as well. So thank you. And I guess all we've got left to say, KGB Eons, we will see y'all on, on the, the other side. side. Take care, beautiful people. Okay, good night. Google. Have a great uh, evening. Sorry, I forgot Charlie Muir. You can catch Charlie Muir tomorrow as well as Darnell the Therapist. And we're going to say good night. Good night.